Today on CityCast Chicago, the city is throwing big money at Chicago's art scene. It's a lot of money, but it's not. If you look at a show like Hamilton, say, Hamilton, over the course of its run in Chicago, made $500 million. You know, that was one show. But will the R77 program reach all 77 neighborhoods? Today is Friday, April 23rd. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. We'll dig into that news and also hear about a ton of people losing their jobs at Second City from the Chicago Tribune's Chris Jones. But first, a little bit of news, y'all. The city says it has enough vaccines for everybody. So now mass vac sites in Chicago are officially walk up starting today. And if you're in college, you might want to look into that, especially since DePaul and Columbia announced it will be required for the fall. The city of Chicago has officially opened up bidding for the city's only casino resort. And whoever wins the development as early as next year will also get to run slots at Midway and O'Hare because that's what those airports needed. Slots. Some good news for Friday. Welcome, John Hansen, to our local news podcast universe. John and Block Club Chicago launched It's All Good, a weekly celebration of people doing good things in the city just for the hell of it. John, welcome to Podcast Paradise. And remember, for more Chicago stories, sign up for our daily newsletter at Chicago. CityCast.fm. The pandemic has left so much uncertainty, and that includes for the arts community. I mean, I'm a part of it as a performer and a storyteller, but like almost everyone, I love Chicago for its live music, improv, theater, and the visual arts. All of these things make Chicago great. And let's be real. I miss hanging out with my friends at festivals, at events inside the theater. Uh, And it's not just the return of big events that will revive a huge part of the city's economy, but it's investment across the city that are really going to matter. This week, the city announced $60 million that aims to reignite the post-pandemic art scene. Chris Jones is a theater critic and columnist at the Chicago Tribune, who wrote about the city's announcement. So Chris, there are a lot of parts to this program called Art 77, which was named after the Chicago 77 neighborhoods. But the headline for this is $60 million, which is always important for the arts. Uh, Where are the different areas in which this money is going to be spread around? You know, there's a lot of attention going to the new international terminal at O'Hare Airport. And they're talking about, you know, acquiring some new public art. And anyone who's flown through O'Hare can tell you the international terminal is pretty barren and depressing and not a great way to welcome, uh, not a great way to welcome visitors, I always think. So to have actually some great local artists, uh, you know, to see their work showcased in that airport, I think will be will be a really great thing. And then I think, the you know, a lot of the other programs, some of them are about directly supporting artists because... Artists obviously are hurting, as you well know. And I think allowing people like to present artists. So, you know, let's say you would like to, 
you know, pay some musicians to do a concert, you know, maybe outdoors in your own neighborhood. The idea is there'll be funding available to do that. And I think the focus is mostly on the neighborhoods in this program. I mean, it's certainly true that the Loop is the sort of the epicenter of culture in Chicago, as some people would say. But most of this money is about bringing the arts and, and sustaining the arts or let's call it recovering the arts in the neighborhoods, I think. Speaking of all of this money coming into the city, if I read correctly, this $60 million is separate from the $4.7 billion of COVID relief money, which kind of gives me two questions. One, where is this money coming from? And two, should we expect more money to be pumped into the program as those federal dollars start rolling in? To deal with the where does this money come from one, it is mostly coming from the capital budget. It's okay. it's city money. Um now, you know, you might, 60 million is a lot of money. It's a lot of money to you and me, God knows. But it, it, you know, I suppose in the big picture of the Chicago city budget, it's not a massive amount of money, but it's new money for the most part. And it's coming mostly, you know, from the, they're, they're finding it from the city's budget for the most part. Now, separately, um, obviously the Biden administration is making available to, the city to the mayor and and so on. The way I read it, at least in the, is that the arts are likely to get an additional, maybe as much as another twenty five million dollars. Stand on the arts, but switching gears to talk about Second City. Over the last month or so, you've published articles that are both exciting. Second City plans to return to the stage, but then also disheartening, because we found that the legendary Improv Theater. You know, it's been going through a lot of changes. You know, it was for sale last October, then bought by a New York firm earlier this year. But now we just got word that they had to, I don't know if they had to, but they laid off uh, a lot of their night staff and chose to outsource that work as they reopened their doors. Can you give me an explanation of what's going on over there? Really, I think this came out of a desire from the previous ownership to um, prepare the the theater for sale, their previous owners, Andrew Alexander, decided to sell. Um, he sold it to a private equity firm and they were obviously going over the books and they made this decision to not have the so-called night staff to instead partner with a restaurant group, the 5050 group, and essentially outsource the night staff to that group. So there would be people there, obviously, but they wouldn't be dedicated Second City people. You might say, what's the big deal? But for a lot of people, being on the night staff was um, sort of a way to... Uh, you know, work your way up in the company. I, I, I saw a lot of... A lot of that in your in your report. Yeah, so so the idea was you can start out. Let's say you're from you know nowhere, nowheresville, Nebraska. <laughs> no insult to Nebraska, but you know from a small town, you come here, you go, okay, I'm going to get in Second City. You become a host, you become a waiter, you get to know people, you get to try your scene. Stephen Colbert did that. Uh, uh, John Favreau did that. You know Jordan Peele, by the way, also did that. So I mean, there's a distinguished group of people who made the way up from the night staff. It really sort of buys into a lot of people's fears about whether Second City, under a new, more rigorous corporate owner, shall we say, is going to retain, you know, its essential family structure. Have you heard anything from Second City? Well, I I, hear, I did hear that they have tried. You know, they did try to reach out to people. Um, one of the guys in my story, John Kramer, said that he got an apology letter, and so I think they're trying to. They 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 realized probably that this was not the greatest idea. 
this report obviously is getting a lot of attention because it's Second City, but have you seen some of these similar outcomes across the industry where theaters are starting to reopen, their staffs are often being asked to reapply or maybe not brought them back altogether? You know, one of the things that I'm, that I think we're seeing in the, what I would describe as the cultural industries, and I'm including like bars and restaurants, you know, in a lot of cases, things closed um, in the pandemic and we all wrote stories. I'm, I'm thinking about there's a bar in late, I live in Lakeview in Chicago and there's a bar called uh, Guthrie's on Addison, not far from the ballpark. A big elegy for that bar because it was closing down. It's one of my favorite bars. And uh, it's reopening, but it's not reopening under the same ownership. So I think what we'll see is a lot of things will come back um, in the next few weeks and months, but they won't be the same familiar people either working there or owning them. You know, we have this mindset that we, okay, we're, we're going back. But we're not, really. We're going back to a different, you know, to a different place. And, and pandemic has winners frankly and it has losers as part of it and some people have done okay some people have done well during the pandemic and then a lot of people have lost in some cases nearly everything so it's just i guess a time when we need plenty of compassion for our fellow chicagoan you know hey, i hear you on that chris jones the theater critic and columnist at the chicago tribune talking with us about the state of arts in Chicago, particularly a $60 million investment from the city and the new Arts 77 program. Chris, I appreciate you so much. Over the last few weeks, you've been talking about everything from $60 million investments for the arts to maybe $680 million buy-ins at the Tribune. And I mean, I know you are balancing a lot of numbers over there. <laughs> well, let's hope for that last one, yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, hey, I got my fingers crossed right there with you, boss. Take it easy. We're sliding right into the weekend, like... No plans, no work. All I know is I got a lot of weed. And I want to know what everyone's got planned, huh? Lead producer Carrie Shepard, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going to the Asian Cinema Pop-Up to see my missing Valentine at the Lincoln Yards Drive-In. And I think Simone wants to do the same thing. But because my name comes first, it sounds like I came up with it first. So sorry, Simone. Producer Simone Alisea, is that true? You a copycat? Hey, you know what, Carrie? That's just fine. You can come too. But, uh, you know, maybe you could buy me some popcorn. Newsletter writer and editor Sydney Madden. What's happening? I'm getting my second shot, so I don't have any plans in case I feel terrible. And for me, well, I'll be getting that second dose of Pfizer. And my hope is to make an apple pie later in the day. But, uh, you know, if it put a brother down, then it put a brother down. And shout out to my main man, Sam Trump, who created our beautiful theme music. As for you, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you on Monday. Peace.